Welcome to the Elevator World News Podcast. Today's news podcast is sponsored by elevatorbooks.com. From educational programs and books to unique gift ideas and more, the only website you need is elevatorbooks.com. This site offers books and materials on maintenance, safety, history, legal issues, technology, and more. Start browsing today at elevatorbooks.com. This is your daily industry news update for October 22nd, 2020. In today's news, the results of the elevator industry's second COVID-19 survey are in. Wildeck has named Steve Holland Vice President of Operations. Permits have been filed for a new residential tower in San Francisco. Daniel Andick is Wago's new Chicago Region Sales Manager, and a plan for a Toronto condo building has been revised upward. Elevator World Incorporated, the German Elevator Association VFA Interlift, and fair organizer AFAG, in association with Credit Suisse, recently shared results of their second survey on the elevator industry's status and anticipated effects of the COVID-19 pandemic. The survey received 572 responses, more than the first iteration, which had 550. Credit Suisse Managing Director and Head of European Capital Goods Equity Research, Andre Kuknin, assisted with preparation of a chart analysis, including breakdowns by country, of the results. For highlights of the report, read the news item at elevatorworld.com slash news. Wildeck, a maker of metal decks and material lifts, has named Steve Holland Vice President of Operations. In this role, he will manage the day-to-day operations of Wildex manufacturing facilities with a focus on quality, operational efficiency, and growth. Holland has more than 20 years' experience in operations and engineering and is described by Wildex President Dan Lawrence as a hands-on leader who has led high-performance teams throughout his career. Holland earned a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering from Arkansas State University and an MBA from the University of Texas at Dallas. He is a certified Lean Six Sigma black belt. Developer John Hancock Financial Services Company has filed permits to build a 42-story residential building in San Francisco's Soma neighborhood, San Francisco Yimby reports. The 444-foot-tall tower at 95 Hawthorne Street is being designed by architects Skidmore, Owings, and Merrill and holds 412 units, an increase of 20 since the project won approval in the latter half of 2019. The building will hold more than 475,000 square feet for residences and 4,000 square feet of ground floor retail. Units will range from one to three bedrooms, with 55 to be priced affordably. Aiming for leadership in energy and environmental design gold certification, the project includes the $186 million purchase of a 1908 office building, which will be demolished at a cost of $65,000. The permit listed an estimated construction cost of $180 million, bringing the total cost to approximately $366 million. A construction timeline 
was not given. Wago has named Daniel Ondik its new Chicago regional sales manager. Prior to joining Wago, Ondik worked as a sales engineer at Rockwell Automation in Nashville, Tennessee, then served as an account manager at Rydell before joining Wago. Ondik, who holds a degree in electrical engineering from Penn State University, said his background in automation will help him understand the technical aspects of Wago's products to better explain them to local customers and distributors. The developer of a proposed high-rise condominium project in downtown Toronto has revised its plan to add two stories, Urban Toronto reports. The project, planned for a site at 199 Church Street, was originally submitted in early 2019 by Center Court and Parallax Developments as a 37-story, 121.25-meter-tall tower. In mid-August of this year, however, the plan was resubmitted to stand at 39 stories, or 129.5 meters. Though taller, the gross floor area has been decreased from 31,200 to 28,000 square meters, but the number of units has been increased from 478 to 484. The building, with a design by IBI Group, would preserve several heritage structures on the site and feature a public art mural on the rear of the structure. No construction timeline was provided. For more industry-related information, visit elevatorworld.com and be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes or the Google Play Store. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the Elevator World News Podcast, just let us know by emailing advertising at elevatorworld.com.